Welcome back to this week's edition of the Rangers Report. Of course, we reflect on the trip to Middlesbrough and the victory up at the Riverside. We speak to Asmir Begovic, as well as Andy Sinton, reflecting on his England career and breaking down the Middlesbrough game. This is the Rangers Report. So since the, the sun's out, we're here at Heston and Rangers are winning away. Is there a, it's a good time to be a QPR fan at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, you're right, the sun's out, glorious day. Boys are preparing uh, the training session. Great win at the weekend, so, uh, so yeah, everything's good. Is it safe to say that the Andy Sinton smile is back in its full glory? <laughs> it's, always, uh, it's always back after, uh, after a win and a performance, so uh, and long may that continue. Let's take a look at it in the Middlesbrough game. It was quite a good afternoon in the end, wasn't it? For it was a really, a really good performance um, from the team. Um, you know, clean sheet. Um, people are saying Middlesbrough are struggling a little bit. They're still a good team. Still a good team. Spent a lot of money. Uh, haven't quite clicked yet. So to go there and win, no mean feat. I thought we were, from start to finish, I thought we were excellent. A couple of things, you know, Esmia, which I'm sure we'll speak about later, a couple of saves. But uh, two wonderful goals, and I say credit to Gareth, his staff, and all the players for that uh, for that performance. We will touch on it a bit later, but finishing on a high as we head into the first international break of the season, how important is that? The mood here at Heston is obviously a lot more positive than what it would have been. Defeat. I think it's really important uh, to to go into it on a win. You know, um, there's various times on the season when the international breaks. I think it can come at a good time. And it could come at a, a bad time, depending on how you view it. But um, still early days. It's the first one of the of the season. But you know the mood. The mood lifts with a win. To be fair, I think the mood in the last few weeks, because everyone can see the the uplift in the performances. Probably haven't got what we could have got from a couple of previous games, but um, we rectified that at the weekend. Great win, as I say, clean sheet, and that gives us something to to really build on after the two week break. And how you mentioned the word build on, how important it was it that after Southampton we went away, we felt a bit disappointed, a bit frustrated, we didn't get something from the game, but now we've gone to Middlesbrough and built on what was a relatively yeah, good performance at St Mary's. Um, again, where I'd give Gareth the staff and the players and everyone behind the scenes, you know, for the signings that's been made. Um, dare I mention the Watford game again, um, you know, but since then, um, I think there's been some changes, there's probably, uh, there was and there has been some reflection. Um, by the players, by Gareth himself, he's admitted himself, he, he had a look and changed one or two things and I think that's paid dividends. Then he got to go and implement it on the training ground and in the games. But it's been really, really positive since then. You know, Cardiff, uh, great win away. Then the, the three performances that we, we didn't get anything from. But I think everyone looking, uh, certainly the two league games, Ipswich and Southampton, that was definitely an uplift in the performances. Uh, but I think it's actually key as well when you're playing well, like you win a game. Why is that? Because that gives the players belief in what they're doing. It's nothing worse than playing well and getting beat because that gives you frustrations and disappointments. So when you're playing well, can you get something from the game that can cement what you're doing? You can build on it, you can grow from it and uh, push on. And to reward the 500, 600 QPR fans that made the, the long trip up to Teesside, 
rail strikes once again this weekend. Not the easiest of journey, so to come away with three points made that trip worthwhile for everyone. Yeah, it's great, great, great for them, uh, our fans. I've said, and I'll, I'll keep saying it, you should never take your support for granted. Our fans have been absolutely superb in recent years. Away fans, you know, they travel in their numbers, uh, difficulties to get there, the cost to get there, etc., etc. But uh, I think they've been pleased with what they've seen in the last few weeks. Um, they've they've got a role to play with the players with the backing, but the players have to get there and go with the performances. And when they do, we're all in it together, and we can we can move forward. And we saw the um, full-time celebrations at Riverside. The sort of bond that's building between the players and the fans. It was really evident to see there, wasn't it? That goes hand in hand with um, performances and results, um, you know. And you, you have to you have to build on that. No one likes getting beat. No one likes putting in poor performances. But when you you put what the lads are putting into the last few weeks and you get your rewards, everyone can share in that that moment, that um, that elation, if you like, and it gives you hope for the for the coming weeks. We have to talk about the goals that eventually overall won the game. First of all, Andre Dezel. Wow. Should we sit and watch it back? Oh, please. What we'll do first of all, we'll just sit and watch it in all its glory. Yeah, I think we yeah. should because this is an unbelievable strike. We'll just let it go and then we'll come back to it. Dezel uses chair. Kakai's wide right if chair wants to go that way. Comes back for Dezel to strike. Yeah! Number 77 yes. and goal number one in a Rangers shirt for Andre Dezel. Wow! I can hear the the Sinton scream ringing in my ear from. <laughs> that is that is just that is just some strike. It's a wonderful strike. Uh, Gareth celebrations, you know, the, the fans, ourselves, if you like. Uh, it's just a wonderful strike and delighted for Andre. You know has been easy for him in, in the last sort of couple of years, but I think his performances in the last few weeks have been excellent. That'll do him the world of good, hopefully. And that's just a, an inkling, uh, a showing of what he is capable of. So uh, if you want to break that down, we can go back to it and we'll just pick a, a couple of points from it, but what a strike. We saw it a couple of years ago in pre-season. Not many people have seen Andre scoring a goal. That was his first goal in 70, 70 games for QPR. But back in pre-season, a couple of years ago, he hit a volley just as great. So it's in the locker, is my point. <laughs> he's capable, you know, he's, um, Andre's a talented footballer. Um, came highly recommended, you know, from, from Ipswich. Had a bad injury when he was younger. Let's not forget that. You know, that can play tricks with your mind as well as anything else. But uh, now he's capable of moments like that. Let's hope that is the start of even more. I don't think he'll score a goal better than that, but uh, certainly that's what he's capable of doing. So if, so if we watch it and we slow it. So Ilias Chair, I think I said on commentary, is quite prominent. He, he receives the ball in uh, the midfield area. He's a little bit blocked off. If you look at Middlesbrough, you know they've got loads of bodies behind the, behind the ball. But if you just watch here, Ilias, I think Ilias plays a, a key role in it because he he draws his man towards him. As he plays to Jack Colbert, he, he makes a forward run, which just opens up a little bit of space for Andre to go into to strike. So if I can show you what I'm talking about. So there's Ilias, you know, he's just biding his time. There's the forward run, just shifts his man, Andre, into the space. Wow, first touch is great. Second touch is 
out of this world. I think I described it on commentary that no goalkeeper in the world saves that. You know, um, I think we'll see a different angle. And we saw the, the Middlesbrough fans sort of applauding it as well, yeah. which you know it's a great strike when that sort of happens. Well, I think it? as a football fan, you can't do anything but applaud something like that. You know, um, there's Ilias, pass forward, run, set from Jack Colbeck, touch at your feet, bang, little bit of swerve. Goalkeeper doesn't move, he knows he's well beaten. And uh, it's just a fabulous, fabulous strike that I will never get tired of watching. And he just received quite a nasty knock to his head as well and yep. we saw afterwards he had a good cut to his lip and his mouth yep. and he's still been able to produce a strike like that does it not when you get an injury during the game like that does it not impact your thought process or what you well it can do yeah uh, depends what the injury was and I think uh, I thought the injury I think it came from a free kick committed by Andre but the follow-through just caught him he obviously had to go off and you know change his shorts and change his shirt but uh, you know what it didn't um Certainly didn't pull him off his game. He gets back on. There's a key moment as well where, you know, in the second half, I think it's gone unnoticed. You know, Middlesbrough got a 3v1. And it's him that gets back to make a really important tackle, which will not be talked about in the detail that we're talking about, the goal uh, that he scores, but just as important. I thought you, I said on commentary again, I thought he gave a really good performance at Southampton. And he backed that up with another really good performance and that wonder strike on Saturday at Middlesbrough. Brilliant. And the QPR fans voted for him as their, the man of the match in a high succession rate as well. So that showed that they appreciated his performance. It's, it's there for everyone to see, you know. So well done to Andre and let's hope um, he can use the, the last couple of weeks and certainly that moment on moments on Saturday to really kick on now and fulfil that potential that he, he undoubtedly has. And now looking at the second goal, another midfielder, Two and two for Jack Colbeck now. It's been quite a start for him for QPR. Yeah. Um, now, Jack, I said at the time, I thought it would be a key signing. You know, he's been around the block. He knows the league. He knows the, he knows the game. You know, I'm just watching him Saturday. Just little things that go unnoticed, filling holes. You know, the way he puts his foot in just to nick things. The way he can buy a foul for his, for his team. You know, that's, that comes with experience. And he's going um, to be a key signing for us as the season progresses, along with the rest of the team, but Jack, uh, I thought again, he was excellent along with Sam Field in the middle of the park. So we want to break the goal down. It starts with Paul Smith on the right-hand side. Wounded soldier. Smith tries to tries across. He's got past all of them, got past three, into the area, oh. just needs a touch. Chair! Oh, it's blocked and then Colbert! Yeah. And that's the second! with fabulous work from Paul Smith. Paul Smith's done it time and time again today. You know, he gets out of a tight cul-de-sac down below us. So for me, Paul Smith here, uh, winger, he's got one, one intent in his mind to get on the outside and get the cross really positive. As I said, I thought Paul was a, a real threat um, during the game going forward. Also, his defensive work um, when he had to and especially in the second half, was, was really good as well. So he's, he's still learning that wing-back role, but I thought he put in another really top-draw performance. So here he... So there's the cross that gets blocked. But you know what? Paul's got no right to get out of there, really. But he does. Deflection on the cross comes to Ilias, six yards blocked, forced to Jack Colbert. He just steadies himself. 
you know, checks his run a little bit to make sure he's set, he's composed, and he just puts his laces through the ball with that wonderful left foot that he's got. Two and two. Delighted for him, delighted for the team. I'll just see it here. There's the block from Ilias, comes to Jack, steadies himself, and it's almost past Seni Dieng in the, the Middlesbrough goal before he can actually react. But great work, Paul Smith. Ilias is unlucky, but Jack's in the right position at the right time, and that is got some serious uh, miles per hour on that strike and uh, fabulous. Yeah. And then right in, front of, right in front of the QPR fans as well in that corner. It's a great place to celebrate. <laughs> great place to celebrate. Put us 2-0 up and uh, uh, another fine strike um, from, from Jack following on from the one he got down at Southampton. The good thing is this week it was a goal that helped us to get some points from it. So, uh, yeah, really good. And then the six minutes added time was a bit of a nervy... And or was it enjoyable end? And you, uh, you know what? I thought no. I thought we we saw the game out comfortable. I, I know they had chances during the game, and Esmir has been called upon to make probably three or four good saves, a couple of one on ones. Uh, so a really good performance from him. But actually, from two nil, um, I thought we saw the game out quite well. I wasn't overly concerned, but you never know. Goals change games. But uh, no, credit to the boys, credit to the team, credit to the the staff um, for that performance and I think I can say like everyone else has probably been coming and the good thing is we got the got the three points we got the win that um, has been coming over the last couple of weeks and one person that you did mention was Asmir Begovic and his saves were quite important on the day weren't they very Just important as important as the goals, yeah, really. very important he made a save uh, he made a save earlier on um, yeah, from a tight angle but still has to make it he makes a great save just after we've gone 1-0 up from a header um, low down to his right that we do well a couple of one-on-ones with uh, the Middlesbrough centre forward in the second half really important saves key saves played his part in a, a great win a clean sheet he'll want more of them you know, goalkeepers pride themselves on keeping clean sheets along with the back four but it's a team effort you're, you're closing down your defending start at the front I thought our shape of the team, our organisation was was really good. There was times where Middlesbrough had quite a bit of possession, but you could see they were going to have to do something special to break us down. Yet they opened us up a couple of times, but then yeah, your number one comes to your rescue and that and plays his part, and that's what it is. He plays his part in a in a team win um, that raises the mood and everyone gets uh, a little bit excited uh, about the performance and the win. But you know what, I'm sure Asmi will be the first to say, enjoy that moment on Saturday, enjoy it for what it was, but we come back to work Monday, Tuesday, and you start again. That sets us up perfectly for our interview with Asmi Begovic as he reflects on the trip to Middlesbrough, as well as looking ahead to the weeks to come. So we're here at Heston, joined by our goalkeeper, Asmi Begovic. Asmi, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure, thanks for having me. If we go straight to it, how was your first sort of month or so been here at Keepia? Yeah, I mean, my first few weeks been been really great. Honestly, it's um, it was so easy to settle in. The people around the around the place um, have made it very easy. Um, good group of players. Obviously, of course, pre-seasons that time of year where there was a lot of change of players coming and going. Um, but the manager, obviously, goalkeeper, coach, everyone's been super welcoming. All the staff. So it's been really easy and yeah, nice and easy to settle in. And performances gradually got better. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think so. I, I think we we got there as as the games went on. I think. Preseason for us was, was quite unsettled. Um, I don't think we had a, even in the preseason games that I played, 
even though I missed the first couple of weeks of preseason, um, we never really had a settled side um, way of playing. We're trying different things. So I think now that we've we've got our group, we've got our players, we've got a way of playing, um, and I think that's showing in our performances. Do you think the last couple of weeks um, that the upturn has been, obviously yourself's been in the building, but the likes of Kuki and Jack coming in, you know, that experience and that experience ran down the the spine of the team. I, I think that's really, really important. But what's your take on that, including yourself? Yeah, I think that goes without saying, doesn't it, Andy? I mean, you've, you've been around the game and for many years, and I think any successful team has a strong spine. Um, and I think that that's important. Obviously, we've, we've got quality players all over the pitch, um, but we've got a really good, strong spine when everyone's fit and uh, ready to go with experience, but most importantly, quality. So I think that that's been great. And I think the blend now of the squad is fantastic. Um, the manager's obviously very clear what he wanted, so it's, it's great to see now. Just coming back with the experience on the pitch, but how vital is it off the pitch as well, where you can, you know, you can see some of the young players, loads of potential, loads of talent, but you guys who've had fantastic careers, been around the block, seen it, been in different situations. How important is it for you guys, the experienced guys, to pass that knowledge on to the younger elements of the group? Yeah, it's vitally important. We understand the role we have to play. I think as a as a club and as a team, um, even from my first conversations with them with the manager, um, it's a bit of a fresh start. And I, and I think within that, you know, performances don't just happen on a weekend. Out of nothing, we have to breed those behaviors. We have to set the right example. We have to set the right standards each and every day, and especially in and around the training ground. So I think if we train well, if we behave well, and have those professional high standards every day, then I think that's going to really translate on, onto the pitch. And I think that's what we're trying to do. I think the culture here is is definitely building and it's going to take a bit more time and everything else. But I think we're, we're definitely getting there and building day by day. And a first clean sheet on Saturday must be nice for a goalkeeper. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's always nice, I think, for us as a team. I think with the quality that we have all around the pitch, especially in the, the forward areas, I think if we can keep it relatively solid at the back, then you know, we're going to give us give ourselves a chance to win to win most games or, or you know, at least get some points. So that that's important for us. And of course, the clean sheet's very nice. And I think the boys in front of me have done a great job. And I think collectively we're uh, working really well together. Big performance from yourself. I know you haven't mentioned it there, but you know, with the career that you've had, the places you've been, the clubs you play for, still must have that pride in your own performance because you were outstanding up in Middlesbrough. Yeah, well, no, thank you for that. I mean, it's, it's nice to contribute for sure. Um, you know, like I said, the boys do such a great job in front of me. So sometimes the other team will will play well, do some good good actions, and come through. And and if I can help that, then of course that's my job, and I'm happy to do so. And it's it's obviously worked out really well on the weekend. And um, most importantly, got us got us the win, which is which is what it's all about. So I think it it all came together finally, and I think it was you know, I think really well deserved for everyone. And looking ahead, so we've got Sunderland, Swansea, Birmingham. It's a busy week. Coming up after the international yeah, break. Yeah, super, it? super busy week now. I really get started, doesn't it, now after the international break, and which is what we love. Saturday, Tuesday, I think the more games, the better. Um, yeah, Sunderland's going to be the next one. It's going to be a tough test. I mean, th this is what makes this division so crazy and so enjoyable to play in that every game really is is there for everyone to, to, to try and win. And, you know, there's no massive favorites and everything like that. So we're going to go in. It'd be nice to be home. I think having had four or five league games away from home is tough. Um, so I think considering that, we've had a really good start. But um, yeah, it'd be nice to get home, get in front of our fans. Uh, the atmosphere against Ipswich was fantastic. And you know, hopefully we can get our first home win. You mentioned the Ipswich game. What was it like to get a taste of the yeah, Loftus nice. Road? Yeah, Being nice. on the home side this Being time. Being nice yeah. on the home side. I've been on the way side a few times. And you know, I understand that the, um, you know, the atmosphere and the fans have been fantastic. And 
yeah, it was really good. The support we had, I think it was a sellout. And, and to have that atmosphere at Loftus Road is only going to be, be helpful for us. You know, I think to, to achieve anything, having seen it myself, you know, I think it's really important that we all push in the same direction. You know, if we have negativity or anything around the place from us as players within our, within our culture and our group and, of course, the outside, I think if we, if we all push together and with the fans that we have, you know, we can do some really good things. And just on a side note, how good is your table tennis? Yeah, my, my, <laughs> my table tennis is decent. You know, it's decent. Um, with a bit of practice, I can be up there with the best of them. Yeah, for sure. The reference to that, of course, Asma is in our latest raffle. QPR supporters can pay £5 to take on our QPR goalkeeper. Good best of luck. Go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Please, please join in. Um, good luck to everyone participating. Let's have a good match here at Heston. So it should be a good one. Amazing. Thank you, Asmir. Thanks, Asmir. Thank Appreciate it. Good luck for the rest of the season. Thank you. Since, would you fancy Asmir Begovic at table tennis? Do you fancy yourself? I'm going to buy lots of tickets. <laughs> now, to be fair, I used to play quite a bit as a kid, but um, speaking to Asmir off camera, he, he might be a little bit too much for me. So, uh, no, um, as he said, you know, please buy a raffle ticket. It's a wonderful opportunity for uh, anyone to come to the training ground and have a little bit of fun in that type of environment. And uh, Asmi has thrown himself into it. And again, that's credit to him. So, uh, so yeah, so good luck, whoever whoever is the lucky winner. That's Asmi Begovic. That's him in a nutshell, isn't it? Very professional, very laid back. What a goalkeeper he's been for us so far this season. Well, we're pleased to have him. Yeah, Asmi has had a fantastic career. You look at the clubs that he's played for, um, experience which is vital has been given the armband leadership qualities as we spoke about not only on the pitch but off the field is just as important and um, you can see uh, I think he uses confidence and the way he holds himself and talks and as I say great performance from him at the weekend and uh, as I say if he and the team can build on that happy days. And you asked him about that experience that he's got Steve Cook, Morgan Fox, Jack Kovac sort of that spine of the team and we can see the impact that's having already, can't you? Yeah, and that's credit to, you know, behind the scenes, um, you know, for getting the, that type of player in. I think uh, they'll be crucial. As I say, not only what they'll give us off the pitch, because they're all really good players, but what they'll give us off the field in terms of uh, in the dressing room, the voice, you know, when things, when there's bumps in the road, because there, there will be. Also, when you're, after Saturday, you know, you're, you're on a high, um, you very quickly got to come back down. That's not to put a dampener on it. That's just what you do. You enjoy the moment, but then you quickly put it behind you, move on, and get ready for the next one. And I think he spoke about that. And uh, yeah, really good interview and uh, really good guy and a really good goalkeeper. And since away from the first team and Gareth Ainsworth's squad, the development squad have been performing quite well this season. Four out of four wins. It's been quite a start for them, hasn't it? Yeah, done well. Um, it's an important. Uh, bridge from where they are into the first team there's that pathway that is there now at this football club which i think gives all the players at that sort of level and younger uh, something to aim towards and push towards knowing that you know they will get recognized if they're if they're performing if they're good enough if uh, their progression is where it needs to go so uh, so yeah they won four out of four a few of the players are doing really well a few of the players from that group have been promoted into the the first team squad on match days and uh, that all goes well for the future. And a couple of players that have kind of been standouts really have been Rafferty Pedder and Stephen Baller. And you mentioned they've been on the bench a couple of times as well. Yep. The importance of 
that pathway that you mentioned. Uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's what it's all about. You know, Rafferty, you know, I think he went away. Well, I don't think, I know he went away with the, the, the first team squad on in, in the summer to Austria and was a big part of that. And from all accounts, um, did really, really well. Um, I think he scored two in the last two games, you know, so he's knocking at the door to get in. Um, Stephen Baller, someone who impresses everyone when they see him. I think he scored three a couple of weeks ago Patrick against Coventry. Against Coventry yeah. um, you know, and he's been on the bench a couple of times, so it just goes to show if you're, if you're performing, not just in those games, on a daily basis out there, out there where you're in front of the manager and his staff on a daily basis, you will get your opportunities and, uh, and there's a couple already broken. So yeah, that's, that's the progression, that's the pathway. And those players have got to state their claim every time they go and train. Every time they're out there, they've got a chance to impress with their ability, the position they're playing, their attitude, the fitness, etc., etc. And uh, knowing that, they might get an opportunity. And when they get an opportunity, are they ready and can they take it? And you can join the development squad at their home games this season. They, of course, play at the Power Day Stadium, which is the home of Hamwell Town or at Loftus Road for numerous times this season. Or join us on qpr.co.uk and catch all of our games live. Yeah, since international break now after the Middlesbrough game, it talk to me about an international break. Obviously, I've never played for QPR and I've played for England, but what's it, what's it like? What's the, that period like? Well, if you're talking about the players who go away, um, well, first of all, it's, 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 a, it's an absolute pr privilege and an honour to be selected for your, for your country. Um, you know, there's, for me, there's no higher rewards than you get in the game, to, and that shows that you're doing something well at your club. That's why you get your recognition. So uh, that's a, it's a huge moment for the players who are, who are called up. Hopefully they'll go away, do well. But from a selfish point of view, hopefully they come back to QPR and they're, they're fit and they're healthy and they're ready to go for when we, for when we restart. But no, for the players, it's, um, it's an absolutely terrific experience. You know, you're, you're going away to work. You know, people say to me, oh, you've played here and blah, blah, blah. But sometimes you see nothing but an airport, a bus, a hotel, a training ground and a stadium, you know, it's not a sightseeing uh, trip. Uh, but no, it's, a, it's just a wonderful, that's a wonderful opportunity for those players to go and play for their country at the highest level and to do well. And it's reward for what they do. I've already said it, reward for what they do at their clubs. And I think it's actually a reflection on the club. You know, when I got selected for England, I was, first of all, pleased and proud for myself and my family. But actually, I was really pleased and proud for my club and my teammates because without your team mates, without your club, you don't get that platform to go and show your stuff. I'm just interested. Talk us through your England debut. What was the moment like? England debut, Poland away, uh, European qualifier, 1991, November. Um, I knew I was going to play a week before. Graham Teller, the manager, pulled me to one side and said, um, you're going to make your debut. Uh, I probably appreciated that actually. There's two ways you can look at it. Sometimes you don't have too much time to think about it. So you just get told an hour and a half before where you're just thrown in. Or, but I, my sort of makeup, I, I like to know. So, uh, so he told me, so I had all week to sort of prepare. You know, you, you, you do your stuff and train and then you just get ready. Uh, nerves, apprehension, excitement, every emotional possible runs through your, your body at that time but it's just when you walk out you stand there for that national anthem 
it's just immense pride that you it's what you dream of as a kid certainly what I dreamt as a kid you know uh, you're playing in the streets under the street lamps uh, when I was growing up just outside Newcastle um, sort of picturing yourself with a white England shirt on playing you know what well, I was a very lucky lad my dream came true but uh, yeah, just huge huge pride for yourself your family and everyone concerned with you. And what was the reaction when you came back to QPR? What was everyone? Were they proud, for, proud of you? Yeah, they proud and pleased. Proud and pleased and well done, but you know, that's where the professional element came in. We played on a Wednesday night in Poland. I was back in training on Thursday because I think we had Leeds away on a Saturday. And it was a case of, uh, well done, congratulations. Now we're getting ready for Leeds. Uh, so it was straight back in. Um, and that's the point I was trying to make about us going to Middlesbrough and winning. Yeah, enjoy it. Great win, good performance. But put it to bed and move on. Park it, put it to bed because you're as good as your last game, but you're also as good as your next. So, uh, so yeah. But uh, now I remember it fondly. So proud. Still got my shirt. Still got the cap up in my study. And uh, brilliant times. Thanks for that, sense. Um as you mentioned, for lads for players going on international duty, what about the lads that are still here at Heston? What's happening these these two weeks? Well, they'll be they'll be putting lots of lots of work in. You know, uh, they're back to work. They're gearing up. They're working now towards Sunderland at home, which will be a tough game. Sunderland won the last game five, uh, sort of hammered Southampton uh, convincingly. So uh, all the boys left behind, they'll be working towards that individually, collectively have individual programs to follow, up in fitness levels of certain, might be a couple with bumps and bruises, they'll need easing down. So what goes on between now and when the international boys come back is vitally important because, as I say, we need to get ready for Sunderland, we need to back those performances up with a win or a positive result in front of our home fans at Loftus Road. We're back with a bang, Sunderland at home, Swansea at home on the Tuesday and then up to Birmingham on the Friday night. It's quite a busy week, isn't it? Picking fast, that's, that's the championship for you. Every game's tough, you know, league tables you look at and sometimes when you think you might get an easier game, that's where you come unstuck. You have to be ready um, Saturday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, whenever the games come, you have to be ready individually and collectively. But we just need to, to build on the last few weeks, be really positive, got the win up at, uh, up at Middlesbrough. Let's get ready, let's go again. Let's put some more points on the book. That's the perfect way to wrap it up. Once again, this has been the Rangers Report. We'll see you all next week. Come on, you are.